0: What is up, everybody? This is the Teamwork Makes the Dreamwork podcast. I'm Caleb Saunders. We got producer Stevie out there in Tulsa. Ho, ho, ho. We got Jay Bird is back with us finally out there in Bethpage, Tennessee. And then we got Big G down there in Cookville holding it down for us. And a happy new year. And so we are all here today. I think we've been missing Jay Bird the past couple weeks um he's been out but now we got the whole game back together and if you're you're listening stay with us throughout this whole uh episode because we got a surprise for you at the end um but producer stevie what we got first we got a a little thought of verse for the week from jaybird
1: yeah yeah it's this is gonna be our christmas episode it is christmas week it's also my birthday week for the uninitiated so we're gonna <laughs> we have a little christmas hey thought.
2: happy birthday steve uh we all know the the christmas Thank story you. Luke to Uh, I love the verse, for unto you is born this day in the city of David, a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And I thought Christmas was that night that introduced hope to humanity. Man, how good is that? And I thought, you know, we celebrate the baby, we celebrate Jesus coming, but Jesus not only came, man, he stayed, he lived it, he loved, you know, he cared, And, and ultimately he gave his life on the Christ for us thank god he rose again but christmas is just such an exciting time uh and i love it my favorite time of the year what do you think Kay?
0: yeah I, christmas is definitely my favorite time of the year i love everything about it uh from the lights to the trees the christmas songs but then you know as christians it's what <laughs> it's what we uh build our faith on right jesus christ come to this earth um to be born man uh, but also being fully God and then living a, a sinless life and then going to the And So yes, I love Christmas time. Um, what we got next, Producer Stevie, where are we going to next? We're trying to find out what you guys have been doing for the third week, fourth
1: week of a December to remember. What yeah. You, yeah.
0: Yeah. So last week uh, we might've mentioned it on the last episode, but we did some uh, first responder give back. And so what we did is we went and bought a, a bunch of donuts, a bunch of bagels, cookies, uh, some milk, some orange juice And we went to a couple fire stations Right here in Nashville uh, A couple local fire stations um, And then we shared it with them We, we took it into their uh, stations um, We told them thank you for what they do uh, We got to share a little uh, Encouraging scripture with them um, And so that was awesome We love giving uh, back to our first responders um, What do you guys think about the first responders? Did How do you, we feel uh, about them?
1: Love them, did you get any yeah. good responses from them? What did they say about all that?
0: Yeah, Are they generally
1: well receptive.
0: Oh yeah, the, usually when we do things with fire stations, uh, they're very receptive. And during this time of the year, um, is when I would say people uh, show their, you know, their respect or sure. uh, give them give them thanks around this time of the year most. And so, um, yeah, they were great. They were uh, very nice. We talked to them for a little bit. Uh, we hung out with them for a minute. And we just told them, thank you for what they do, because it is a thankless job. Uh, Jaybird, what verse is it in scripture that says uh, about no yeah, greater love yeah. than laying a, a life I love down the for church, a friend? John
2: 15. Yeah, John. John 15. And I love it. And it's true. Uh, those guys are willing to lay down their life every shift, every shift uh, for the community that they serve in. And so you got to love that. And I always like, you know, when we go in, we share with those guys. We give them a little scripture. We say thank you. You know, and then I like to tell them, hey, there was another person that was willing to lay down their life for you and for me, man. And it just introduces Jesus into the picture. And so, you know, it shouldn't be this way, but it it catches those guys off guard that somebody's willing to come by, give them a little something, put a smile on their face and say thank you.
0: Yeah, yeah. And so that's what we want to do. We want to say thank you. Um, And that's what we did. We said thank you to them. And we just uh, like like I said, like Jaybird said, we shared we shared some encouraging scripture with them, and so it was a good time. I think it was uh, a good outreach event for sure. Jaybird, tell us about what you guys have just done. Yeah, uh, while well, you were weekend. here in
2: Nashville, uh, serving locally. Man, I got a chance to tag along with Garrett and Eleventh Hour, and we were in Arkansas, we were in Oklahoma, we were in Kansas, out of Wichita, and they just did a great job. On a, on a part of their tour where they're in that part of the country. And I got to tag with them, help drive uh, the bus a little bit, uh, but also got to share teamwork missions with all the churches that they were at. And so, man, the churches we hit, uh, it just fell with their schedule. Uh, they were very responsible uh, to, how, uh, to how we shared teamwork. And so I'm thankful for that. 11th Hour does such a great job. God is working in, in that part of Garrett's ministry. Uh, as well as his part here with Teamwork. He, he got to spoke, speak about Teamwork a little bit too uh, at one of the churches we were at. And so very thankful for that. Enjoyed my time with them, uh, able to get the news out and spread the word about Teamwork missions and our ministry uh, in a part of the country that we don't get to a lot, even though producer Stevie's out there representing. I appreciate that. Uh, it was good to, to be out with uh, 11th Hour
0: yeah i was about to say you were in uh producer stevie's neck of the woods yeah i didn't know you were out
1: here with them we were actually gonna my wife's grandmother wanted to come she wanted us to take her she loves you know that style of music and she just she got under the weather she's immunocompromised so we didn't
0: want to take any risks so I, yeah I missed you, man. yeah
2: sorry about that yeah. man it would have been good seeing you
0: hey since we you, you mentioned that and you you mentioned g a little bit i don't think we have said this on here and it's been a few weeks now but G actually came out. If you're listening on here, he does a lot of singing. He came out with his first single. It's on
3: uh, Apple Music, right, G? Yeah, it's on iTunes. I don't think it's, I don't think it's uh, up for like streaming quite yet. We have to work on that. But it's downloadable, if that's a word. You can download it. Yeah, uh, I don't know if it's quite ready to <clears throat> to be streamed yet. I think there's a few things we need to change on like the iTunes account or whatever. But yeah, I got I got my first one ever ever out. Yeah, and the past
0: two weeks, I was like, man. After we got off, I was like, I forgot to mention, give Garrett a shout out uh, because he he uh, just came out with a, a single, and then it was like ranked seventy seventh on the chart or something for the day it came yeah, out. So yeah, he's cool. being pretty humble so about
2: it. It it hit and made a little bit of a splash uh, on the top hundred downloads for November. It was like Caleb said, it got up to seventy one. Actually, I got a screenshot of it. And then for the uh, new artist downloads, he got as high as number 12 on iTunes. So, yeah. Oh, yeah, I didn't know that. to Garrett. I didn't He's know that. humble. He won't kind of lift himself. Up, but it's a great job. It's a good he, song. I I know this. He was sitting right like above
0: Morgan Wallen and and right above Luke Combs. <laughs> so I was like, somebody texted me was like, he's better than this too. And so it was funny. It was cool on that screenshot. And I take and, their, <laughs> I'll take their funds. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for real. Uh, but yeah, G's. Uh, he's doing work in the, uh, music industry. So good job, G. Hey, um, hey why don't? If, yeah,
3: if, if you guys don't care. Dad, why don't you share with how much the churches gave, if that's if that's art right with you guys, because they gave, I mean, well over what
2: yeah, I expected. Yeah, we I was just kind of along for the ride. It's a, it's a long trek out there, clear to Wichita, Kansas, which ultimately that's where we ended up before heading back east to Nashville. Uh, so I really wasn't expecting a lot, and Amber said, hey, you're with us. Why don't you just share teamwork just for a couple minutes at each spot? And so I actually did it a couple times. Garrett did it and Amber shared some info too. So it wasn't a big deal, but churches responded. Uh, I think at the first church we got, uh, over 500 bucks. Garrett, maybe you remember totals. Um, but we got like 500 at one spot, uh, 500 plus at another spot. We had a couple people go online, uh, and donate and, uh, I think there was $100 or so the the last night, and, and and really it was one sentence about teamwork from the stage, from the mic, and somebody came down and, and gave $100 towards the ministry and the work that we do. So man, I was super pumped, super pleased, especially a December to remember is awesome in the ministry that we're doing, but we all know it takes funds to do the ministry. And so that kind of gave us a shot in the arm. Uh, to finish out these December events strong and be ready to roll for January as well.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And that's, uh, that's something we always kind of talk about on here is that when you do give to Teamwork Mission, you can be confident uh, that we are going to put those funds, that donation to outreach events. And so that's, that's what December to remember is all about. We're doing four outreach events, four weeks, and it has been going really well uh, so far. So Thanks, G. Thanks, 11th Hour, for letting uh, Jay Bird speak a little bit. And thanks, G, for, for speaking about teamwork um, at those churches this weekend. Uh, let me mention real quick what event we are doing tomorrow. Our third outreach event is tomorrow. We're super pumped about We've not done something like this before, um, but we're going to be taking uh, the Nashville Rescue Mission, the kids that live with their mothers um, in the Nashville uh, Rescue, the the Women's Rescue Mission, we're taking their children over to the Gaylord Opryland Hotel and we're going to take them snow tubing and we're going to take them ice skating and then after that uh we're going to take them back to the mission and have a Christmas pizza party and so we are super pumped about that we're going to get to tell them uh you know the story of Christmas uh Jesus Christ right is the reason for the season and so I don't know about uh, G and, and Jaybird, but I'm super pumped about it. I hope maybe we can get Jaybird on, on on the tubing coming down the the hill or or G ice skating or something. What do you guys think? Jeez, it'd be an avalanche.
2: As long as take a video of it. They may have to clear the course if I'm going to roll down that baby. Oh, I, I, man. I have to make them sign a waiver Wait, saying I'm not responsible for uh they, they have to sign waivers if we go down.
0: Maybe we get you both on the same tube. you think they got them that big? They need a life raft. Sure we, uh,
3: we gotta get a video of this.
0: Oh man yeah, so we're super excited about it because these children that that are in the mission um, a lot of times the outreach events we do uh, sometimes we do them with children. and what we have learned and what you know probably if you're listening is that sometimes or most times um the parents make, a bad decision, or uh, sometimes they don't make a bad decision, just they lose a job and they find themselves in a, in a hard situation. But it doesn't just affect the parent, it affects the child as well. And so these children that we're going to be ministering to tomorrow and, and just having a good time with, they they did not put themselves in this situation, right? Like sometimes uh, things happen and, and, and the children don't understand. And so we are super excited uh, to just have a good time with them. Take them tubing, ice skating, share Jesus with them, and then have a pizza party. And I think, G, you're bringing your guitar, right? We're going to sing some Christmas carols with them?
3: Yeah, we'll sing a couple, maybe some fun song or two.
2: Yeah, and, and that's what it's about. Yeah, Put yeah. a smile on these kids' faces because, like you were talking about, kid, they don't have a whole lot of smile about in their life right now. And so putting a smile on their face, making that a Christmas memory that they can look back on is such a positive thing. And of course, we're going to tell them tomorrow that Christmas is about Jesus. It's not just about uh, this or that or the, or the shiny lights. But man, how exciting is it to put a Christmas gift in their hand, feed them a Christmas meal and go on a fun Christmas activity? It's going to be awesome. And then sharing Jesus, that's just like icing on the cake, brother.
0: Yeah, yeah, and so we're super excited about that. Stevie, producer Steve, I wish you were you were here to, uh, to go with us, man.
1: I know, you tried to make me feel guilty last time, too.
2: Yeah, we're going to have to it, coordinate. Now, time. Stevie does get to Nashville occasionally. We're going to have to coordinate an event for when Stevie's in town or else do an event on the road where we can kind of meet up with Steve and maybe Taylor and, and do something. With? Yeah, yeah. Of course our ministry yeah, we'll spans it. from coast to coast. You never know where we're going to be at. We That's right. There are there are people absolutely, of need absolutely. Here. The opportunity is available. It's just uh having the resources, funds and time to do all that we want to do. And so as the Lord opens doors, we try to step through every door that that he opens for us. And sometimes we even climb through the window. Yeah. I've seen Jaybird squeeze through the window. Not a pretty picture. Um, um, not far
0: <laughs> Sliding glass door. Yeah, we had to grease him up. And then let me mention this real quick, Stevie, and we can move on. Uh, we're doing four outreach events. Tomorrow we're doing the children's mission. We've already done uh, the give back to our first responders. And the first one we did was with the sex trafficking ministry. We went over and uh put on a little Christmas concert for them. And the last one is um after Christmas. I we're I, I think we're gonna shoot for like the day after Christmas or or two days after Christmas. Um we are going to be making Christmas dinners, ham, turkey, mashed potatoes, yammies, uh Steven's favorite, some some green beans and all the good stuff. And we're gonna take them in some to go boxes and hand them out to homeless people here in Nashville. What about the it?
3: scalloped potatoes? Scalloped <laughs> potatoes. Scallop <laughs> potatoes,
0: those are the best. Those are the best. Hey, you know what, Stevie? I gotta, I gotta uh, say something. I gotta give you a hard time. So, if you are listening and, and you've listened to the past podcast, you know that we had a, a movie draft where we uh, picked our favorite uh, concession food from from the movies or concession snacks. And I saw Steven and his wife on social media last night, and. Producer Stevie, your wife took my my picks, and that you guys were giving me a hard time about. No, she (laughs) loves the bunch of crunch. Yes, yeah, bunch of crunch and was that a Coke icy? Yeah, man. That is that was those were my two picks.
3: We went all out. Bunch and crunch is a boo, man. It's a boo.
0: (laughs) Them bunch crunch are good,
1: and they're a sleeper. Let me tell you. All right, I'm I'm gonna roast you now. Take your take your face and move it like two inches away from the mic.
0: Oh, okay. Stevie's always (laughs) got one up his sleeve. I'm sorry. I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> you got a little excited there. I know. I know.
0: I got excited. I got excited. But the bunch crunch is better than the twizzlers. Got, I, I have. We got to gotta move and on, boys. Sure it's a on. new year. It's
2: coming to a new year. Let's move forward. That's right.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. So what we got next, producer Stevie? Keep me on track. I, th- I think it's time for the surprise, right? Oh, we do have a surprise. Yeah. So you guys know we like getting guests on here um, just to talk about different things. We always like to bring it back to Christian leadership, and we want to learn from people, um, other individuals that are are doing things, um, doing things for the Lord. And so today we have another guest. Last week we had um, Carson Outlaw, uh, but this week we have Bradley on here with us. Um, Bradley, you there, man? Yeah. what up? Yes, we have Bradley. Bradley is from Raleigh, Tennessee. Um, not, and so not I Tennessee. think he's uh, <laughs> uh, 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 yeah, Tennessee. Yeah. I don't. He's confused I'm, here. I'm messing up. Well, Raleigh, North Carolina, <laughs> I guess he's from Tennessee too. He goes to college Tennessee. My bad. Raleigh, North Carolina. And so I'm guessing that means he's a North Carolina barbecue guy. Is that right, Brad?
4: Oh, yeah, that's right. All the way. Uh, so vinegar vine- based
0: He's vinegar oh. based I don't know about that. Uh, but the best Brad. Way to go. Yeah, yeah. Brad is at Welch College, and he is a sports management major with a missions minor. And so we are super pumped that Brad is on here with us. Thanks, Brad, for getting on. This is your Christmas break, taking a little bit of time out just to spend it with us. But um, I got a question, Brad. Uh, You went on our missions trip with us this past summer, uh, the teamwork missions excursion trip, which uh, was a great time. Um and man, we saw the Lord work through you. You were like uh a great leader on the trip for the other the other students on there. But maybe just tell us a little bit about how that uh impacted your life or um what you saw God how he worked through you on that trip.
4: Yeah, of course. There's man, so many ways uh that I could tell you guys that God works in my life to that trip. But um, I think if there was one thing that I could take away, just to keep it short, it's that, um, or at least for me, I realized that there are. I always, whenever I went to share the gospel or had intent to share the gospel with people, um, or have gospel conversations, like it just seemed like this scary thing and this thing that seems so impractical, impractical and inconvenient, you know. But um, I think most of all, going on this trip with all the You know, different outreach events that we did, whether it be to the homeless people or to um, special needs kids or to just really anybody while we even while we were at the Grand Canyon taking advantage of our um, amendment spots. Man, like um, the gospel is something that can come up in practical conversation. Um, It's just we have to make it that way and we have to put ourselves in positions to do that. So, yeah, that's I think that's the big one of the biggest things that I could take away from that trip and I um it's impacted me in a great way and um I would say I, I'm making a point of doing or equipping myself in the same way even now even today so
0: yeah and I think you're on to something right there like sometimes we when we think of evangelism and like uh, fulfilling the great commission we think like this big massive thing that's difficult to do but Really, it's just sharing our faith with others, right? Just telling somebody about Jesus. It's pretty simple, um, and so yeah, we saw the we saw the Lord work through Brad. I I remember one one time in particular, we were at the Grand Canyon, uh, like Brad said, at a First Amendment spot, and he was sharing the gospel with somebody, and I looked over, and the lady he was sharing the gospel with was just weeping, and so uh, the Lord definitely used Brad on, on this trip. Um, Jaybird, you got any any questions uh, that we can we can ask Brad? Anything? Um, Uh, Well, I just thought
2: as Brad was speaking there about sharing the gospel, um, it it doesn't have to be difficult. Of course, you know, getting ourselves as prepared as we can, knowing that, hey, I'm going to go out and I want to tell somebody about Jesus. That helps. Don't get me wrong. Preparing yourself and and having maybe some verses uh, set to memory is always a good thing. That never hurts. But it really doesn't take intensive training to share the gospel. It can be simple, Uh, let it be authentic, let it be from the heart. And I thought if you're willing to get comfortable being uncomfortable, (laughs) then you'll do fine. Uh, Because it's not always easy, uh, but man, there's nothing more important we can do than sharing and shining the light of Jesus Christ. And, And like Caleb mentioned, Brad, man, you're just a standout on the trip. I appreciate your heart. I appreciate how you jumped in you know, you were okay with, with being uncomfortable uh, and sharing. But I thought, you know, even since the trip, and, and our trips are about not just a, a one-week or a two-week span where you share the gospel or you draw closer to Christ. It's about setting you up for a lifetime of that, a lifetime of sharing the gospel, a lifetime of growing closer to Christ and serving Him. So my question or and comment and kind of statement to you is, how has that trip affected you since it's been over since you've been back uh, I know you're doing some outreach on your own now which is so awesome uh you know did the trip have an influence on that and, and maybe just share uh how the the trip has affected you since you've been home or back to college
4: oh yeah yeah man of course a hundred percent it did I think about um, many times throughout the trip um, uh, Johnny. you would say or even Caleb would say the phrase "living our lives on a mission," and um, that really that statement in and of itself stuck with me even after the trip because that's what we're called to do. We're called to live Amen. our Amen. lives on a mission for Christ and spread and shine the light of Christ um, in any way possible, in any way we can. And um, uh, that carried on with me even afterwards, and I was convicted of kind of what I already shared with you guys that I did not put myself in situations enough to be able to. Or maybe I did, but I didn't take advantage of or even think about it in the moment that I could share the gospel with this person. Um, But I just had this um, conviction that uh, me and I knew a lot of people around me, a lot of my friends, weren't turning the faith that we had into works in that way and exercising our faith in that way and sharing the gospel with people. So I just had this idea with a group of friends of mine, a couple from the trip that went this past summer because they go to welch college too that um why don't we just get a group together and go um downtown into and close to the main strip right there by nissan stadium where there's a lot of uh foot traffic on the walking bridge and just try to start gospel conversations in any way that we can and um that carried throughout it was every tuesday night carried throughout the entire semester and um, we had just so many um fruitful conversations some we got turned down but you know that's okay it's not about um if we can just it's not about the a it's if we can get the one and that one can multiply you know um so we just had so many uh fruitful conversations um got to uh share the gospel with people who people who are obviously wealthy and people who are homeless you know it it didn't really matter um and we even got to have gospel conversations with people of different ethnicities and religions and man it's just it's just um it really we really put ourselves in positions to exercise our faith and um yeah, it's just it's just been great so far.
0: Yeah, that's awesome.
2: That's awesome.
4: Yeah, I, I love that. Yeah, hey, I, was I was gonna say I
2: I love ahead, the fact Jeff. uh that you're living <laughs> on mission and, and you're right. I'm intentional about using that phrase because it applies, man. That's what it's all about. So man, I love it, Brad. I love it, brother. Garrett, go ahead. Yeah, I was just gonna say, Brad. You know,
3: maybe for some of our listeners that uh, some students that maybe have never been on a trip, or that are you know thinking about doing one or looking into one, but they're kind of nervous or worried. Why don't you just uh, give them some insight, maybe on how important you think uh, missions is going on a trip um, for students and how it can impact their
4: lives? Yeah, man. Well, i've I've been I've been on a few missions trips in my life. Um, Three out of the country, one stateside, and every single one of them have had um, different, deep impacts on my life in different ways. Um, just being exposed to different environments, different cultures, it's helped me grow and and it's helped me have just new or different outlooks and you know different understandings, understanding things from different angles. It's just totally changed the way I've thought about how to approach people, yeah. um, how to um, initiate conversations with people, how to treat people, um, how to contextualize, how to um, you know do stuff like that. Um, this totally just changed my mindset on lots of different things. And I would say to the person that is thinking about going on a missions trip, but is hesitant to just because it's either far away or they're scared to go out of the country or get out of their comfort zone in that way, yeah. that you 100% should because... Um, at the end of it, you're going to say the exact same things that I did and you will not regret it. (laughs) Um, there's this, there's this thing that I like to remember, um, that even though you may be uncomfortable and you, you may go on this trip or, or whatever you do in life, you may do this thing and you may feel like you did it wrong or you messed up, but there's, there's so much grace in that situation. and There's so much joy that you can have just through being obedient, um, to Christ in that way. Um, just to know that you're doing the Lord's will for your life. You're, you're, you're sharing the gospel, you're, um, fulfilling the great commission, doing what you've been commanded to do. And there's just so much joy in that small amount of obedience that you'll have afterwards. Um, so yes, uh, I will 100% recommend going on any kind of mission trip you can, um, whether it be stateside or country. They all, they both have their positives. They both have th- different things you can take away, and it'll, it'll change your heart, and it'll change your life, and it'll help you grow as a Christian. Oh, that's good. So, that is yeah. good, Brad. It, yeah,
2: yeah. Hey, no, I was just going to say, man, we love and we plan and we go out to serve others and be a blessing to them, but ultimately those that go to serve are blessed almost always more than those that we actually serve. So it's a great two way street. It goes both ways, but man, that's good, Brad. Thank you.
0: Yeah. I'm a, i am I like this little saying, like, um, if you want to grow, you have to go. And I think that's so true. And, um, I know in, in the past when I've gone on mission trips and I've done outreach going helped me grow. Brad, just kind of piggybacking off of what what Garrett asked, um, asking about what would you say to one that uh, is maybe hesitant to go on a mission trip? Uh, What would you say to one that may be hesitant to just share their faith with somebody right here or right there, wherever they are, where they're living? Uh, Like you and and a lot of college students are going out right in your city where you go to college. What would you say to one, um, maybe some encouraging words to, Hey, hey, be be the light of Christ right where you are, um, and then maybe tell us a little bit of how you guys uh, evangelize when you go out each Tuesday night. Um, it's called the Nashville Nashville Outreach, right?
4: Yeah, well, I mean, we might we might change the name. It's pretty that's pretty basic, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's hey, what it hey. is
0: now. <laughs> yeah, no, there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, but maybe maybe give us some because uh, you're leading that group, um, and so what would you say to one that? Uh, Maybe they're listening and they go to Welch College. Maybe they're uh, hesitant. What would you say to them?
4: Yeah, um, I think I would say uh, if you're not exercising your faith in that way, then there's a point where we where complacency in this area just become just becomes we become stagnant in our faith and we become comfortable and just the areas that we're in the bubbles that we've grown up in that we don't even think about or we become numb and we grow numb to the situations where we could share the gospel to these people. And I believe, or people that are in need of the gospel, people that need to know Jesus. Um, so in that way, like if we are to step out of our comfort zone, maybe it's at a coffee shop, maybe it's at the grocery store, maybe it's at the gym, you name it, basketball team, whatever it is. Um, just step taking that step saying, Hey, do you know Jesus? Or Hey, can I ask you a question or just, bringing it up practically in that way um like you'll you'll learn so much and you'll discover how to evangelize to people even through that in the in those situations you'll learn what the best ways are and maybe you might feel like you failed but you still got a message across it doesn't you know like you start you're still learning so um i would say get out of your comfort zone because it's what we're called to do like he he wasn't joking when he said go therefore and tell the nations go to get to uh spread the gospel to every creature he wasn't joking when he said that and that's a serious thing it's what it's a command it's not it's not an option it's not optional for us so um yeah that i mean there's different ways on tuesday nights it really depends on the person one thing that has worked every time for me and i get picked on about it is um Man Nashville at night is so pretty, and we go around about we go downtown about seven o'clock um every tuesday night and- d- downtown Nashville is so pretty from the bridge and a lot of people will take pictures in front of it. I just walk up to the people be like, "Hey, do you want a picture in front of this <laughs> and then the conversation the yeah, yeah, conversation has started that way, and we just keep we just keep talking to them and keep talking and eventually that conversation is turned into a gospel conversation um it's just practical ways to do that. Like, Hey, I like your shoes, man. Hey, do you know, Jesus, you know, um, yeah, yeah. So just there's, it's easy. It's not, it's not, so, it's, it might be scary, but like, it's practical it can't yeah. be convenient for you to do you know what I mean so yeah I think yeah. we've
0: I think uh we as Christians have psyched ourselves out so much about sharing the gospel like it should be something that we just do without thinking about but we we, we start thinking we get nervous and, and it's like something yeah. out of the ordinary to, to share Jesus when it shouldn't be so yeah no that's awesome I like yeah. I, I like the way that you uh intro Jesus you want to take a picture <laughs> I like your shoes yeah that's awesome
4: <laughs> yeah things like that man it's just yeah <laughs> So
0: funny. Yeah, so actually, um, I'll give them a shout-out. Nashville Outreach, I think it was. Um, we went out there, and we partnered up with them one night this past uh, oh, yeah. this past semester. And we took some hot soup, and we took some coffee, and they spread the gospel. They were telling people about Jesus, and we handed out hot soup and hot coffee. And so it was awesome. That and was so awesome. we got to see uh, Brad lead this group Um just, I mean, it was awesome. It was awesome. A bunch of college students. I think there's about 10 to 15 college students out there. Uh, no, this isn't like an assignment or anything. This isn't something they have to do. This isn't like a Christian service project they get a grade on at the end of the semester. No, this is something that they're doing because yeah. we're called to do it. And so uh, my hat's off to you, Brad. I appreciate your heart. Um, and yeah, we just, we love talking to, to Christian leaders and, and what we've talked about in the past is, is really cool, is that you do not have to be old to be a leader. You don't have to be old to be a Christian leader. Brad is in college, and he's leading a group uh, down to Nashville every week to share Jesus. And so, yeah, that's awesome. Does, any of uh, the other guys, J-Bird, G, Stevie, anybody got co- any more questions for I'd Brad? just
2: like to say hats off, Brad, man. I'm so proud of you, living your faith out loud, brother. That's what it's all about. Keep up the good work, man.
4: Bam, bam. Appreciate it, John. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Is that G? <laughs> I bet that's you know, G. Well,
1: yeah, I mean, well done. Very far ahead of, I think, especially your average Joe, but hey, man, you're way, way, far, way ahead of where I was at and where I'm at now, even. <laughs> you're a better man than me.
3: And <laughs> hey, Steven, you loser. <laughs> <laughs> Producer Stevie, come on is man. Is this is this the first time Steve's is meet, is meeting Brad somewhat for lack of a better yeah, word meeting? I, I would say
0: yeah. yeah uh, I think so. so, Producer Stevie, Brad, Brad, Producer Stevie.
2: <laughs> Pleasure. Brad, <laughs> Producer Stevie yeah, is oh, like nice my third much. son. So, uh growing up, he was at our house a lot. Man, he was in my youth group when I used to youth pastor. And so, man, we're we're close to Steve. We love him, uh, and he's selling himself short. He he's he's done a lot of good things. He's been on mission trips with us in the past. Uh, so uh, don't don't let him fool you. He, he is doing a good thing.
1: You know, I made a joke the other day. We went to dinner with the uh, the Riggs, Joshua Riggs, and his wife and their family. And he does he's our worship pastor at church. And I I don't even know what we we're talking about, but somehow we got on missions. And I made a joke. I was like, man, I got a lot of respect for missionaries because I could never do it. And then he looked me dead in the eyes and he was like, You don't say stuff like that. That's how you get sent to Africa, you know.
0: <laughs> Stevie's back in his bag. <laughs> yes. Right. The Lord
2: does have a sense. He does he have a sense. <laughs> uh, I, <don't laughs> I know.
0: <I'm> <laughs> I don't know what I done. Stevie. You've done it now. You have done, done it this time. Yeah, that's funny. That is true. Well, Stevie. Um, you've been, you've been telling me that we've been going too long. And so looky here, what did I I tell you? What did I tell you tonight? What did I tell you? How long did we go?
1: The analytics are going to love it.
0: (laughs) Well, um, we're, we're wrapping up here. Thank you guys that listen to us weekly, um, or every other week when we, when we drop an episode, boys, do we got anything that we want to leave them with? Brad, we appreciate you being with us tonight. Um, I think you gave a lot of good uh, wisdom to some younger folks that are listening and honestly that's the most listeners we have are probably college age high school age and so thanks for being on here yeah yeah thank you yeah, so
2: much and, and let me say uh to everyone listening uh, and to you guys man let's celebrate jesus the rest of this week christmas time uh and i know this time of the year can have some bad memories for some uh but have joy man Jesus is joy personified, so enjoy the rest of this this week. Enjoy Christmas Day. God bless you guys. Brad, thanks again, Uh, and Merry Christmas to all.
0: Yes, Merry Christmas. Keep our outreach event that we're doing tomorrow in your prayers, but this is the Teamwork Makes the Dreamwork podcast, and we will get back with you guys on the next episode. See you guys later. Merry
3: Christmas.